Sometimes it's hard to know if being a nurse generalist or a nurse specialist is better, or can you do both? Let's talk about nurse specialists and generalists right here on episode 185 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I'm so grateful you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in, or you've been hanging out with me here on the airwaves for months, or maybe even years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 185. And before we dig into the meat of this episode, I have a few asks of you, dear listener. Please consider becoming a patron of the Nurse Keith show over at patreon.com forward slash nursekeith. You can join other avid listeners of the Nurse Keith Show who give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. And when you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts directly from me. So head over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith, and I thank you in advance for your support. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com so you can receive my bi-weekly message and leave a rating and review of the show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it helps other people find the show. Those are my sincere asks of you. So now let's dig deep into today's topic. Specialists and generalists are both pretty common within the nursing profession and medicine in general, as we all know. And in 21st century healthcare, specialization seems to be the direction that so many people are headed. And while both generalists and specialists serve important purposes in patient care and in non-clinical settings, we need to understand and decide for ourselves what it means to be a specialist or a generalist and what are the repercussions for your career if you choose not to specialize or if you choose to bite the bullet and go for it and become a highly specialized nurse. And the operative question here is, can you accomplish both? Many of us are aware that in medicine, among the physician community, it's been said a lot in the last five to 10 years that we are hemorrhaging primary care physicians, especially in rural and other underserved areas like inner cities, because physicians take on enormous amounts of debt when they go to school. And of course, they can make a lot more money as a cardiologist or surgeon or any other specialty within medicine rather than going into primary care. Primary care and generalist practice isn't as sexy as you know, trauma or the OR or something like that. And the money is not as sexy either. So we can completely understand, or I can completely understand why physicians, 
doctors getting out of school or maybe a few years into their schooling decide that they definitely need to find a specialty that's going to be as remunerative and satisfying as possible. And that is totally understandable. What has come of that is that we have a dearth of primary care physicians in certain parts of the country, and we've needed nurse practitioners to take their place. So this brings me to this idea about nurse practitioners. I find it really interesting that in medical school, you get to do all sorts of internships and check out all different kinds of medicine, and then you start narrowing it down during those four years so that you can then choose and go in a direction that suits your fancy and your predilections. What I find fascinating and actually a little disconcerting is that it's very much the opposite when you go to nurse practitioner school. You are forced actually to specialize from the very beginning. You have to choose a family nurse practitioner track or an adult nurse practitioner track or whatever other way you decide to go like nurse anesthetist or midwife. So you have to specialize from the outset before you've even had a chance to check it all out unless you've talked to people or shadowed people and you understand what those different types of APRNs do. So specialization has been happening in nursing for a long time as well. And we see that in the non-nurse practitioner nurse population. And of course, in the NP and advanced practice registered nurse population. When you're a nurse who graduates from, let's say, an ADN program, or a BSN program, you're basically a novice generalist. You're a generalist nurse without a whole lot of expertise in anything in particular. And when you launch into the profession, many of us head into med surge or some other form of acute care nursing in order to start getting our chops, getting our feet wet, etc., and finding what it is that we want to do. When I was in nursing school, orthopedics became one of my nursing school specialties because I kept getting assigned patients who were just coming out of hip replacement surgery. Now, I got really good at working with those post-operative patients in ortho. However, that specialization within nursing school clinicals kind of cost me a little bit because I tended to not have as many varied experiences for those several semesters that my peers were having. And I definitely made that change so that I could have more diverse experiences because I was hungry to experience everything. So that little bit of expertise within my nursing school experience was helpful on one hand and not helpful on the other hand. And I'm wondering if you had a similar experience in school, if you found something you were particularly good at or if you were just drawn to a particular thing and even maybe asked for assignments along those lines. But in nursing school, just like in medical school, we need to experience everything. We need to actually accept being generalists because that's what we are. We're taking in information like a sponge. We're learning who we are as clinicians and what we like, what we don't like, what we're good at, what we're maybe not so skilled at. And that helps us make decisions later on in our careers. Nurse specialists, and I know many, 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 many nurse specialists, they have a crucial purpose. So think about nurses who are certified in critical care. 
in the ICU, et cetera, maybe those who go on to become flight nurses, flying off to mountaintops to rescue people who've fallen off cliffs and broken limbs. That is intense work. Highly, highly specialized work. And let's think about the operating room. We cannot have a generalist nurse stroll into an operating room and know how to operate, uh, no pun intended, how to operate as a scrub nurse or how to operate as a circulating nurse. We don't know how to do that as specialists. So those OR nurses, they are super, super specialized and they know their stuff and we want them to know their stuff. And let's think about the ER, the emergency department. That is a fairly specialized area as well. Maybe not as specialized maybe as the OR or flight nursing, and ER nurses might argue with me on that. But still, emergency nursing has a certain paradigm under which nurses work. There are specific types of standing orders. There are specific ways to triage patients in the emergency room. There are certain protocols that one has to understand. And in the ER, it is super, super fast paced and you need to be able to think on your feet and move really, really quickly. It is not for everyone. It is certainly not for me. I did do a couple stints in the ER during school, but no way was I going to work in the ER or in any other type of trauma situation, actually. And if you think about it, pediatric nurses are super specialized. Even school nurses are specialized. They understand those kids like none of us do. Or take someone who does dialysis nursing. That is super specialized as well and very, very important. So specialist nurses play a very specific and crucial central role wherever they happen to be. And we need those specialist nurses to do what they do because no one else can fill their shoes. Now, nurse generalists are also quite important. I consider myself more of a generalist. Yes, I have been an expert in home health and not quite as much of an expert in public health and hospice. I did have some expertise along the way in HIV back in the day when I was working with patients with HIV and AIDS and hepatitis C. A lot of that has fallen out of my brain because it's been replaced by other things because my hard drive can only hold so much information and I'm sure you can relate. Nurse generalists like myself, and I will self-identify in that way, we need to be polymaths to a certain extent. We need to know a fair amount about a lot of different things. But one could also argue that every nurse is actually a polymath in a certain respect because we do need to hold a lot of information in our brains. We need to be able to do a lot of different things, just like physicians themselves are polymaths as well, unless they get so specialized that that one area becomes their major, major focus and they don't really do anything in the clinical realm beyond that particular area. Like let's say an ankle surgeon probably doesn't know a whole lot about advanced cardiology because she focuses on ankles. And that's as it should be. We need those people out there and I'm not arguing against it. Meanwhile, we have licensed practical nurses or licensed vocational nurses as they're called, I believe in Texas and California. They are also considered generalists and their work 
as generalists is very, very important and crucial if you think about nursing homes, assisted living, long-term care facilities, subacute facilities, physician offices, any of those milieus where LPNs and LVNs hang out and do their work is super important. And if you think about a practical or vocational nurse as a generalist, also consider this. Yes, they're generalists and they had a general nursing education. However, if you take an LPN who's been working 30 years in assisted living or let's say skilled nursing facilities, that person is in many ways specialized. He or she may have learned a whole lot about dementia and Alzheimer's or about other ills and problems and conditions and symptoms faced by the elderly population. So even a generalist can develop areas of expertise and specialty. And I would argue that those areas of expertise and specialty are super, super important and serve us all very well, both patient and clinician. All of us are generalists when we get out of school. We can just say that. Regular nursing school anyway. If we go to a master's program, we are specializing and we are choosing a particular track where we become more expert and where we lean in to that more narrowly focused process for the rest of our career and find a way to make a career out of a very specific form of nursing and patient care or non-clinical nursing if we decide to go in that direction. There's no shame in being a nurse generalist. I'm not ashamed of being a generalist and choosing to specialize and to be a leader in a particular area also has many rewards, monetary and otherwise. So whether you choose to specialize or you choose to not specialize, it is an important decision, but it is also an important way to measure where you are in your career, what you want and where you want to go. You can spend many, many years, you can spend multiple years as a generalist and then eventually make the decision to become a specialist. Where does that decision come from? Why do you make that decision? What impact, what repercussions are there for deciding to specialize? Does it make it harder to find a job or easier to find a job? Do you find yourself so niched down by your specialty that you find that there's only a limited number of jobs for someone who does what you do, that would be a very interesting conversation to have over time with a variety of different nurses to find out if specializing served them or if it also caused them any problems in the course of their career. When we come back from the break, we are going to talk about to specialize or not to specialize. That is the question. See you on the other side. We are going to take a pause for the cause of our very generous sponsor, Rasmussen College at rasmussen.edu. That is R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N dot E-D-U. Rasmussen College has an RN to BSN program. It is a fully online and flexible RN to BSN bridge program designed for working RNs who want to earn their BSN while balancing family, work, 
and school. The program is accredited by the Commission on Collegiate Nursing Education, and the program can be completed in as few as 18 months, and they have four start dates a year and affordable tuition. The program is available with FlexChoice, which allows you to blend traditional online courses with self-directed assessments that provide an affordable way to receive credit for what you already know. That is an intriguing idea. The curriculum prioritizes expanding leadership skills, quality, safety education for nurses, and other competencies. Rasmussen College provides innovative student support, including 24-hour support centers, tutoring assistance, and help in the nursing library and with learning issues. Thank you to Rasmussen College for their generous support of The Nurse Keith Show. That is R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N dot E-D-U. Check out rasmussencollege.edu and check them out on Twitter and Facebook. And we're back for the second half of episode 185 of The Nurse Keith Show. We've been talking about the differences between specialization and generalization within nursing. And we've also touched a little bit on medicine, on the world of physicians, doctors, and surgeons, because there's a lot of specialization happening in medicine for very good reason. And like I said in the first half of the show, we need specialists. Specialists are important. And at the same time, we also need generalists. And there is no shame in being a generalist nurse or a generalist physician. There is plenty of space for you out there in your career to build what you want, and it all depends on your lifestyle, your work style, and what it is you'd like to accomplish in your career. So why would a nurse choose to specialize? Why would the process of specialization and acquiring expertise be appealing to the professional nurse clinician? I believe that the following reasons are compelling reasons to consider specializing. One, specialization can lead to increased earning potential. So if you are a critical care certified nurse with 15 years experience in critical care and you have risen to a managerial or administrative position or you're a clinical leader within, let's say, one of the best trauma units in the country, my assumption is that you're being well-paid, well-compensated for your expertise. If you're not, I want to know about it because that's a problem. Specialization in general, my feeling is, can, not always, but often, lead to increased earning potential. Number two, being a nurse specialist lends credibility to a nurse's personal and professional brand. Now, this is true to a very large extent. Let's go back to that critical care certified trauma nurse who we were just talking about. There is a lot of credibility in being certified, and certification is part of the process of becoming a specialist, especially in most areas of nursing. And that credibility can lead to number one, which we just discussed, which was increased earning potential. It can also lead to more respect. It can also lead to more opportunity. It's easier on some levels to find 
what you want as a specialist because you're looking at a very narrow field of jobs and opportunities. Rather than as a generalist, you're left to wonder, well, do I go here? Do I go there? Do I go here? Do I go everywhere? So the specialist has a more narrow scope and can zoom in on what he or she truly wants. Now that can be somewhat of a double-edged sword, but I believe it can be a boon to many a nurse's career. Number three, many positions are reserved for nurses with specific training and expertise. Some positions, yes, do require certification prior to even applying for the position, though you will also see positions like critical care and others where they let you know that they will pay for you to get your certification once you've made it through a certain period of employment. So sometimes when we don't have that absolute special expertise, at least having the wherewithal to demonstrate that we are capable of being that, we can get hired for a fairly specialized position within nursing, and then our employer will help us get certified and continue on the path to becoming an absolute expert. I think that is very smart on the part of employers and nursing leaders and healthcare administrators, because what that does is it creates the succession pipeline for nurses who are going to rise into positions of power and influence that they otherwise might not be able to if they weren't nurtured along the way. So yes, some positions are reserved for nurses who have that expertise already. However, remember that you can specialize within a particular facility or institution, and they may actually help you to get there because it benefits you. And of course, it benefits the institution. Next, a nurse's personal self-esteem can also be positively impacted by the knowledge that she or he has gone above and beyond the call of duty and has accumulated training and expertise that makes that person feel really good about themselves. I have watched a number of clients of mine achieve certifications or extra degrees or other types of expert training. And what I see is that there is a huge boost to self-esteem. Yes, there's credibility there with others, but it's the inner credibility that I think specialization can often give a real boost to. And when you're feeling that inner credibility, when you're feeling better about yourself as a nurse because you've chosen an area to focus in and you've become a real expert and you're on your way to being an absolute expert perhaps, that helps you feel better about yourself, lifts your self-esteem, helps you walk into a job interview, for instance, with much more self-confidence and the ability to demand what it is you want in return for your expertise for a new position. So whether it's asking for more money, more vacation time, more authority, more influence, more power, that is a feather in your cap, that specialization that just might move the needle and get you closer to where you want to go. So while specialization isn't required and it's not necessary in order to have a successful nursing career, it does bestow certain benefits like the ones we just talked about. At the same time, I'll also say that being a skilled generalist nurse 
is a very respectable career choice. And I wouldn't blame anyone for remaining a generalist for the length of their career because they can accomplish a great deal based on the twin engines of their professionalism and the skill that they developed and the knowledge they've accumulated over the years. So no casting of aspersions on nurse generalists. You are important and you have a purpose to fulfill. But if you want to specialize, there's plenty of room to do so. So in the end, every nurse has to make their own decision when it comes to moving out of generalization, general practice into specialization. No one can tell you what to do. However, you can go out there if you're uncertain. And this is what I would recommend. Get out there, talk to people doing the specialized work that you are thinking of doing. Talk to a flight nurse, interview a couple flight nurses you find on LinkedIn, for instance. Find out what it's like. How did they get to where they are? Are they satisfied with the path they chose? Do they feel that that specialization has kind of pigeonholed them and now they can't do anything else? Talk to people doing what it is you're interested in so that you can get the real story straight from the nurse's mouth. The world isn't going to end if you choose not to become a specialist nurse, nor is your life going to change dramatically once you become certified and ensconced in a specialty. However, either path can bring you to great satisfaction and a remarkable career if you choose to just give it your all every step of the way. So if nothing else, Every nurse out there, every single nurse can be a specialist in doing the job they're called to do, whether it's clinical or it's a non-clinical position. Specialization is a path and you can choose it or not, but you can find things even as a generalist that you are expert in. Just like I became a temporary specialist in HIV and AIDS care for a while, and then that kind of fell away and I ended up doing other things. I have had areas of specialty, it's been really interesting, but I hold to the fact that I am perfectly satisfied with my generalist clinical knowledge. However, I've moved on to become expert and a specialist in non-clinical areas like coaching, podcasting, writing, etc. That is my own path, probably isn't yours, but it is a way to go if you choose to do so. Every nurse is valuable. No one can take our worth away from us unless we allow them to do that. You can choose your path, own your path, and approach your personal nursing career trajectory with pride in the knowledge of your stellar contribution to society that relies on people like you and people like me to do the work we love and provide the care that we're called to do. That is part of what being a 21st century nurse means. And whether you specialize or remain a generalist, it's up to you. You are doing great work in the world. Hats off to you for being a nurse and for choosing this particular career path. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered and educated from this episode. And I want you to take inspired action every day 
in the interest of your career. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and keep tuning in again as we explore how to take your life and your career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm.